morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I am Anthony Moore, serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church. You are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line, and I'm honored to have you be a part of our audience on today. Thank you all so very much for the discipline and certainly for the um, practice of rising early in the morning that we might be able to communicate with God. For those of you who are partners and members of Carolina Church, we're in our 21-day fast, and I am believing God with you that signs, wonders, and miracles are the end result of the sacrifice in which we have made that we might draw closer to God. I want to continue today dealing with the subject matter around faith as I attempted to uh, share with you last week um, this whole concept and idea of what faith is and our struggle with faith. Um, I want to be certainly a realist and, and say to you all that there are scores of persons regardless to their positions or level in Christ who in fact struggle at times with faith in God and I want to continue that that I might be able to help us to know that um, it is certainly a part of our journey as we walk with the Lord thank you all for waking up early in the morning now listen today I want to talk about um, the fact of um, struggling what do we do how do we overcome this how do we win over our battle and our struggle with with faith many persons including those on this call including yours truly have struggled with faith at different times in our lives and some of the most committed and godly leaders that I want to show you on today have literally struggled with doubts just like everybody else the very essence of faith is to believe in that which we cannot see. I'll say that again. The very essence of faith is to believe in that which we cannot see. According to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, now faith is the evidence of things not seen, the evidence of things hoped for, and the convictions of things not Seen, And so I want to make sure that you understand that's Hebrews 11, verse number 1. As, um, as human beings, as physical beings, we tend to put faith in what we experience with our senses, and spiritual realities are not tangible and must be experienced outside of our senses. So when that which is tangible and visible seems overwhelming, doubts can shroud that which is invisible. Now, many hold to the ideas of um, having faith in faith. Um, faith itself, um, in their minds, is seen as the object rather than God himself. And what I want to suggest to you all today that God's not called us to have faith in faith. God's called us to have faith in him. And that's what I talked about last week, about it being the evidence that, of which God has presented before us that would require
require us to have faith in him. So the whole idea behind having faith is not to have faith in faith, but the idea is for us to have faith in God himself. The biblical purpose for faith is to bring us into the very presence of God. The biblical purpose for faith is to bring us into the very presence of God. Hebrews 11, verse 6 says this, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Okay? So without it, it's impossible for us to please God. We can only find him when we come to him through faith in his son. When we find when we come to him, we can only find him when we come to him through faith through Jesus Christ. John 14 and 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, it was Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, 13, that says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with your, all of your heart. So God does not bless half-hearted attempts to know him. He desires that we pursue him with passion the same way he pursues us, according to 1 John 4.19. Um, we, we, he, he loved because he first loved us. So he wants us to pursue him the same way he pursued us. Now, God understands our inability. He understands our inability to exercise faith um, uh, at times. He understands that. Uh, God understands our inability to exercise the faith we need at times. He understands that. In Mark 9, 24, um, a man admitted to Jesus that he wanted help with his unbelief. In Mark 9, verse 24, immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe but help my unbelief. Um, that man admitted to Jesus that he wanted help with his unbelief. Now, Jesus didn't rebuke the man, but instead he healed the man's son anyway. And here's why. He honored the man's desire to grow in faith and was pleased that he, meaning Jesus, was the object of that man's faith. So here's what I'm trying to tell you, though. If we have the desire to believe what the Bible teaches, then we have the right foundation for continuing to fight for faith. God has given us countless evidence of his existence and his character. He's given us countless evidence. In Psalms 19:1, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. In Luke 19, um, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very rocks, the very stones would cry out. 
Jesus fulfilled all prophecies necessary to validate his claim that he was and is the Son of God. Um, Matthew two fifteen, verse um, all the way through verse seventeen, he gives unto us evidence that he's the Son of God. Um, in Matthew twenty seven verse thirty five, he does it again. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. He's given the evidence, and prophecy has fulfilled that he, this man is the Son of God. The Bible has been proven true over and over again for thousands of years. We have all of the evidence that we need, but God leaves it up to us to believe. He leaves it up to unto us. Now, it, it can be encouraging to remember that, y'all, when we struggle with faith, I want you to know this and I'll, I'll end here. When we struggle with our faith, we are in good company. We are in good company. When we struggle with our faith, we're in good company. Elijah the prophet experience such a struggle one of the greatest prophets of all time um, had just called down fire from heaven killed over 400 false prophets outrun uh, outran king ahab's chariots of a feat that would have been the envy of any olympic gold medalist and yet the next chapter shows us elijah hiding in a cave depressed and asking for God to give him death. I mean, y'all, after all of the miracles he saw, he gave in to fear and doubt because a wicked woman named Jezebel hated him and had sent out threats to kill him. Now, I want you all to hear me again. I want you to be real clear on this. Um, Elijah, who literally struggled with faith he watched the lord he he reigned he, he prayed called down fire from heaven he killed over 400 false prophets single-handedly outran king ahab's chariots but found himself in a cave depressed asking for god to take his life after all of the miracles, after everything he experienced with God, seeing the miraculous hand of God, he still gave in to fear and doubt because a wicked woman hated him. I want to suggest to you all that during these times of stress and, um, and difficulties and tribulations, we can easily forget all that God has done for us. But no. That he's still able. He's still able. He's still able. I'll give you one more example, you all. I let you go. John the Baptist was another one who struggled with faith. When at the lowest point in his life, Jesus had called John the greatest prophet. John had been selected by God before birth to be the forerunner of the Messiah. He was faithful to that calling all of his life, and yet. Even John, after being imprisoned and sentenced to die, struggled with doubts about Jesus' identity. He sent a messenger to ask Jesus if he was truly the one sent from God. And Jesus didn't rebuke John in his weakness, but instead sent a message that only a student of the scripture as John 
was could recognize. He quoted Isaiah 61 and reminded John that he alone had fulfilled the Messianic promise. Y'all, I'm sorry. When we learn from these heroes of faith that God is patient with us, when we desire to believe, when we experience times of doubt, we must immerse ourselves in truth. We've got to be reminded of what God has done, which will fuel our faith. Be like the father who asks Jesus, I believe, Lord help my unbelief. And we can expect God to answer. Thank you for your time, my brothers and sisters. Allow me to share with you persons who need us to pray for them. I want to ask you all to lift Elois Dix in prayer. Um, They found mass on both of her breasts, and she's going in for testing, so we want to pray. Praying for her children and grandson. For Peggy Golf, we're praying today, who's currently in the hospital because of lungs, not functioning properly. We want to pray for for Peggy. Edgar and Mary Volin for health and healing. We're praying for them. For Joyce Bennett. For Brenda Hunt for recovery from surgery. Nancy Strong. Jasmine Tamale for protection. Vivian Goodman. We're praying for health and recovery from a heart attack. Praying for Alberta Monroe. We're praying today for Sheila Watts-Hines healing from cancer. Praying for Sister Mary Davis, Deacon Evelyn Mack, Sister Martina Baxter. Um, we're praying for Doretha Williams and Edna Monroe, Associate Pastor Talia White. Continual prayers for Velda Jones, Marcella Balcom, we're praying, Elder Reggie Thomas and his family. Uh, we're praying for Art Alley and that family, the transition of his wife, Brother Larry Thomas. We're praying healing from surgery. We're praying today for Brother Levi and Minister, um, um, Sister Monique, rather, um, Manning, whose grandmother transitioned. We're believing God for them on today as God will heal. I'm believing God. We're praying today for Sister Gaylene Musgrove, um, who's dealing with several health concerns. Brother Michael Davis, who's recovering from eye surgery. We're praying today for Sister Emma Oaks. We're lifting her in prayer. Um, praying today for Ruth Ann Major. We're lifting in prayer today. I'm praying you all for Pastor Stephen Tucker and for Reverend Harold Brinkley. We lift those persons in prayer on today. I'm going to ask you all. If you all would lift Jamal Moore today in prayer, as I will be taking him to the hospital on today, we believe in God for a miracle, for healing in his body. We're asking God for healing. I'm praying for you today, uh, my brothers and sisters, for those names I didn't get, for those names that you have. You can go ahead and put that in the atmosphere even now. You can call that name out, and I bet you God will hear it because he is omniscient and he's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. Let's go to God in prayer, you all. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for just being a God who 
understands his creation, who knows that there are times that we struggle. We struggle with our faith. We struggle with our ability to fight the temptation. God, you know us so well that um, you've made provisions for us even in the midst of our struggling that there is a way out for us. And so, God, we thank you that um, you are a God who understands the creation in which you've created. And so, God, we've come today bearing our hearts, our souls, our minds unto you, saying, God, that there are times that we wish that we could see your hand a little more visibly. But we thank you that the truth of the matter is, God, you've always been there and you've always been faithful. You've always shown yourself strong. You've always done what needed to be done. The truth of the matter is, God, we, in fact, have not had the ability nor the strength or power to do it. But it's been you. It's been you who have done it. And so, God, we confess that our faith hasn't always been what it should have been. But, God, we know that you are able. And so now, I ask God for your hand of mercy to move in our lives, in our situations, in our circumstances. I pray that your hand will move in our difficulties in the tribulations that we're having to face, God. God, we walk away today knowing um, that we can have peace because you are with us. And so, God, for every prayer request that has come forth today, for every admission of struggle that we have, God, we pull on your Holy Spirit to give unto us what we need to get through this season. We know you're able, and we know you can. We know you will, because you've done it so many times before. So now, God, do it again. Do it again. And we promise to praise you, to give you all the credit, the glory, and the honor. Thank you again for your word. It's a light unto our pathway. God, we thank you that grass may wither, the flower may fade, but your word will stand forever. And we bless your name for it, God. It's the foundation that helps us to draw closer to you. Now, Lord, strengthen our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, God bless you all. Giving you some principles today. Hold on to them. On your mark. Get set. Come on. Let's grow. I need you to have a great day on purpose. God bless you all.